Shorts and shoes and socks and pocket watches. Welcome to the house, the house of pain. Uh, house of pain, I, of course, I think is a reality show somewhere. And uh, pocket watches, of course, were... Uh, 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 do you say worn or just kept in the pockets, I suppose, of the, of the gentry of old? Alvin Gentry, of course, was the... Uh, assistant coach, and then the head coach of the Phoenix Suns for much of the 2000, uh, uh, that decade, the decade of the 2000s, uh, with a little bit of Terry Porter mixed in and Mike D'Antoni. And uh, I, 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 the reason I bring up pocket watches is because it's time. It's time to take some calls. Uh, as many of you know, uh, Wells Fargo uh, did a little bit of dick kicking. Um, they, they, they sort of ruined my my ability to have phone calls because they uh, screwed me over with an overdraft charge. Uh, but that's been uh, fixed. I, I pulled I pulled Wells Fargo's boot out from between my testicles. I gave them a phone call, uh, 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 or rather sent them an email because I didn't have a phone at the time. But I've called them since, and I've given them a piece of my mind. We're taking phone calls because my phone, or rather my answering machine has been turned back on so there's a flood of calls from the past from the past few weeks from all right well, let's, let's let's we have a we have a we have a a big old stack of phone calls uh let's let's just take them all in a row i'm sorry for all you people who called in and i haven't got back to you yet but i'm doing it now so just, let's be cool hey uh, dan uh this is eddie Listen, uh, I was uh, I was just arrested. <laughs> uh, actually, using my one phone call to uh, call you, uh, I got my meeting with the judge in the morning. Um, I was I was wondering, uh, do you have any tips on how to come off as uh, an innocent man? Like, you know, if if you're not if you're clearly guilty, but but how do you act like like you're innocent? Um, you know, any exercises I could do or, or anything like that that would be very helpful. Uh, thank you. This is Eddie. Well, Eddie, if you are going to prison, you're pretty sure you're going to prison. The first exercises I would tell you to do are are uh, clenches uh, of your of your hands and of your buttocks, and uh, maybe some push-ups or some some squats. J- j- things things to exercise the body to protect yourself from the violent uh, individuals of specific ethnicities or. Individuals of uh, Aryan heritage with uh, pens and lighters. So uh, those are the exercises I would recommend. I would also say, uh, just play it cool. When you're up on the stand, play it cool. Be your own lawyer. Next call. Yeah, Dan. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Okay, I'm lying. I never listened to you before in my life. But my five-year-old wants to be the next Indiana Jones. Can you make it happen? And uh, how much will that cost me? Uh, thanks. Tom from Ohio. Yeah, I can make it happen. Uh, you're gonna have to wait a few years. He's only five, but uh, I can make it happen. Sure, he wants to be Indiana Jones. Go down to the courthouse, change his name, dickhead. Say so you don't listen. Hey, I'm a longtime listener. Just kidding. Here, hey, hey, here's a sandwich. Just kidding. Hey, girlfriend, here are some flowers. I'll step on them. Hurt my feelings, will you? You're the one with a five-year-old. I mean. I'd... All right, next call. So, Tommy, when you get my um, message, I have two nebulizers and 
I left one up in Alex, so I always have it. And I gave one to Anna, so I have like four. And Anna doesn't have any meds, so I sent her the medication for it because her insurance won't pay for it. And I get boxes of them, and uh, so therefore, you have a nebulizer if you need it. And it really makes a difference. The inhalers are really quick, and they make heart thumps, and you feel like you're going to have a heart attack. And I hate that. And that's why I probably have eight of them. But I do have <coughs> a nebulizer that you can have. So you need to call me and, uh, and let me know what's up. I told you you had asthma <coughs> how many months, how many, a year, over a year ago. Uh, 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 it's horrible. It's like, uh, it's like being someone, someone's trying to suffocate you and then, uh, that's even worse. Uh, but anyway, just give me a call on this number because it's free for the rest of the month. Anyways, so, uh, I got it. I'm getting Well, all I can say is I hope that uh, that message uh, uh, arrived at some point during this month because that's the only phone number I have for it. I hope it's not time-sensitive, because I'm always in the market for a nebulizer. If anybody has any extra nebulizers out there, please go ahead and send them my way. I myself don't have asthma, but I do uh, uh, know a guy who likes to buy nebulizers. Or uh, uh, inhalers, or whatever, whatever you can Pretty much any kind of medication, if you don't need it, send it my way. Dan Rodandon. My number is 917-2148-DAN. Send me your meds. Thank you. Next call. Uh, hey, Dan. Uh, this is, uh, my name is, is Rick Reagan. Uh, if, if you're wondering uh, if, if, uh, if uh, there is any relation to the great, uh, the great actor Rick Reagan, uh, the short answer is yes, I, I do bear a relation to him. Uh, the long answer is yes, I'm the same. I'm him. Uh, it, my question, I guess, is um, uh, why the fuck uh, can't I get a hold of you? Uh, you know, I, I, I'm certain you remember uh, all, all the things I, I did for you early on in your career when we were both uh, uh, studying together at, uh, at the, uh, the Art Institute uh, uh, of uh, Honolulu. Uh, I I know that I was there, and I certainly seem to remember you being there, and I certainly seem to remember doing all kinds of things for you. I, I seem to remember getting you uh, several of your first parts in, 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 in the plays, uh, in the in the the you know, the, the, uh, the reenactments. Uh, I'm flustered as hell because, Dan, I've called you six times uh, over the course of the past few years on, on your on your personal phone. Uh, and I'm yet to hear from you, and so I thought I'd take a different approach because apparently you have your own fucking podcast now, which is uh, sort of mind-blowing uh, because it, it, it's, it's crazy to hear words that I spoke to you 10 years ago coming out of your 
south over the airwaves uh, to millions and millions of people, and uh, and I'm just sitting here with nothing to my name, nothing at all. Not as haven't worked in in years, uh, and I feel that maybe you've sort of stole it by persona. You've sort of uh, taken a lot of the things that I've said to you. Look, I know you have people, probably you know, uh, hundreds of people working for you that are listening to these screening these phone calls. So listen, you, you little you little fucking kids. You put me through to, to, to Dan. You make sure that Dan hears this, this message because I'm fucking outraged. I'm outraged with him. Uh, in, 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 if this doesn't go get, get to him, if he doesn't hear this, then I will find other means of getting a hold of him that are less mm, uh, uh, accepted uh, culturally than this one. So that's not a threat. It, it, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not violent. I, I don't, frankly, don't even have enough self-esteem to be violent at this point. You have to have a certain uh, level of, of faith in your abilities uh, to 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 go down that road. And I, I I've lost it. Uh, I've lost all that faith. And so, Dad, please, please. And I guess, I guess, uh, I don't know, what, like what what would make this seem like a victory, except for maybe if uh, you could. You, just call me back there, please. Rick Reagan. Rick Reagan. Skeleton in the closet, the ghost from the past haunting the halls of my memories. Great to hear that voice again. Rick Reagan. I thought you were dead. I thought you had died, Rick Reagan. I'd, I'd heard that. I heard that you drank yourself to death or you... Heroin over just some kind of chemical was too much for you is what I remember. But uh, again, lovely to hear your voice. You you seem to uh, 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 have a strong need to get a hold of me. I appreciate that. I have time to listen. I am looking forward to your next call. But what you need to understand is that I don't actually have a telephone as much as I have an answering machine. Uh, I cannot answer. The answering machine. I can only hear the messages and try to get back to people. So if you don't give me an email address or some other kind of phone number, you said, "Hey, call me back on this number." What? I don't have call. It's not caller ID. It's an answering machine that sends MP3 players to my iPod Touch. Not MP3 players. MP3s of the messages. So hey. I'm, I'm very open to talking to you. I remember the times we had. I'd like to have more times with you. You sound like you're doing well. And uh, 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 please, please get a hold of me again. I would like to talk to you in person if if uh, we can, whether that's over the phone or face-to-face or through uh, FaceTime or Skype time or, or uh, just, hey, I'm open to it. I'm not dodging you. And it uh, looks like you made it through those hundreds of people working for me. So give me a... I miss you, bud. Next call. Who is it? Well, the number. Oh, oh, you called the number. Oh, hey, Dan, this is just uh, you. I just wanted to say, uh, hey, uh, it's time, times like these when, when you need to hear a friendly voice. So uh, here I am, my voice. Hopefully that's friendly to you. You're not in a self-destructive mood, which happens from time to time. But uh, anyway, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, whenever you see this. All right, now I'm concerned because I left that message about six months ago. 
I did not realize that maybe uh, messages would be in the pipeline for that long. Are all of these messages six months old? Is everything I'm hearing coming from the far yesteryear? Anyway, great to hear from you, Dan. You're you're a handsome guy, beautiful voice. Thank you for the holiday wishes uh, uh, six months late. Um, it's not your fault. It's not anybody's fault. Okay, something to look into. A little investigation in the works. Next call. Uh, hey there, Dan. This is uh, Kevin Dodson Thatch. I was uh, looking to try to get a hold of you because I had some questions about uh, what you're doing there. I heard the podcast. Uh, my uh, my stepbrother, he played it for me. It was very interesting, the stuff that you're doing out there. It sounds like you're you're meeting people, and I appreciate that. And, uh, I, uh, you know, I'm a big-time Hollywood agent. Kevin Dodson Thatch, big-time Hollywood agent. And I was wondering if you were... Uh, Interested in having me represent you uh, in in the field of acting, and and, uh, and maybe even you could be an agent too. We could both be agents in Hollywood, and uh, also you could be an actor. So um, give me a call back. I'm going to tell you my number in a secret code. If you can figure that out, Google it. I don't know. Then you can give me a call back. Thank you again, Kevin Dobson Touch. Kevin Dodson's touch. That well, I mean, I hope that wasn't a prank call because that is something I'm very interested in doing, being an actor, being represented as an actor. So you said you were a big time Hollywood agent. I like that. Uh, you're a little bit cagey with your phone number there. That makes me think maybe you're uh, maybe you're a big deal. Maybe you don't want that getting out. Maybe you know these are the airwaves, and uh, you only want the uh, the elite few who could dismantle your hieroglyphics, which I. Uh, can not at this time because I haven't started trying. I'm sure when I write it down and uh, play with it, I'll figure it out. Expect a call from me, Kevin Dodson Stotch. Expect a call. Uh, uh, what was that you said about being an agent? About also me being an agent? Because I'm not interested in that. I don't think. Well, we'll talk about it. Next call. Hey there, Dan. This is Kevin Dodson Stotch again. I just wanted to make sure that you know that that last call was not a prank call. This is a real, legitimate offer from a big-time Hollywood agent. You can Google me if you want. You don't have to, because you can just hear my voice. Big-time Hollywood agent. You listen to me. You are. Uh, anyway, you can be an agent, too. Um, agent of uh, agent of creativity. And uh, uh, you, you and me, we can, you know, we can make it happen. Uh, give me a call back. Again, maybe that code I gave you was a little bit too obtuse. Hopefully you have a caller ID or uh, actually I'm in the book. You can look me up in the book. Give me a call back. It's sort of a, a litmus test for the people out there. If you want to get a hold of Kevin Dodson Stotch, you better get your hands on an analog phone book these days in Obama's America. So, uh, uh, you know, uh, give, give me a call. I got, I got birds to feed. Well, I, I got to say, I'm happy to hear it wasn't a prank call. I'm happy to hear that uh, you're doing well. You have birds. That's important. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to uh, hear that you, you realize just as much as I do that we live in uh, not America anymore, but Obama's America, prefix, suffix. Fix this nation uh, uh, if you can. And uh, I just wanted to say thank you again for calling. Uh, no, I do not have caller ID, as I stated earlier. And also, uh, I do not have a phone book, but I do have a library in my neighborhood, so I will go there and I will look you up. And thank you very much. And next call. 
Hey, Dan. Um, hey, I got kind of a conundrum for you. I got cast in this, uh, this really great horror movie. Um, I'm really excited about it. And, you know, I, I nailed all the auditions, just like all of the seminars I went to instead of acting classes. Okay, I nailed the audition, and everything's great. And, well, here's the thing. Uh, I have kind of a, a phobia of blood. Um, I, I can't really handle seeing blood, like real or fake. And, and the script calls for my character to... I mean, I sneeze blood at one point, I get a gash on my face, I shit blood, I piss blood, and I puke out blood. I mean, it's a great script. I mean, that's what brought me to it. It's a great script. I mean, do you hear all those elements in it? It's going to be a great horror movie. But I don't know if I can go through with these scenes. I mean, there's one scene where I'm supposed to have these demons rip open my stomach and bathe in my blood. I mean, I don't know if I can, like, I'm going to puke. I mean, I'm, just, I'm, getting, a little, I'm getting a little wheezy. Um, thinking about it right now. Uh, I, it's very unprofessional for an actor to puke, you know, on set if that's not what... Oh, okay. Well done. Well done. I would say it is not unprofessional it is it is, the, it is the peak of professionalism for somebody to go there somebody's willing to go there all the way to vomit town which is something that not even kate winslet will do on camera uh uh vomiting you're gonna be what you're peeing blood and, and uh, expelling blood from your your rectum and anus and, and uh, uh demons are gonna cut open your stomach are these large demons or small de- probably small ones to to bathe inside the stomach unless there's a forced perspective thing going on so your main problem is is really red liquid. Uh, you don't like looking at red liquid, whether it's real blood or fake blood or whatever. So, I have a solution for you. I don't know what the budget of this thing is, uh, but you've heard of a green screen. Green liquid. Have them fix it in post, as they say in the trade. Fix it in post. Don't worry, we'll fix it in post. It'll just be green. Everything that's flying out of your nose is green, a bright green, and uh, uh, your, your rectum, it'll all be green. It won't be red liquid. It'll be green liquid. And uh, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll just turn it red. Uh, just, you can't wear a green shirt. You're going to have to wear a regular, some other color. Or here's, a, here's an even better one. Tell them to shoot it in black and white. They shoot the whole thing in black and white, then they can just use black liquid. So you're just like ink coming out of your nose and butt. Uh, ink demons crawl around in your guts. You know? Maybe that's more artistic to have that. So that's two solutions. I mean, there are a hundred ways to solve this problem. Uh, you could also get a body double. I'm available. Uh, I'll shit the blood. I'll, I'll sneeze the blood. And g- just let you know, I'm ready to go there. Real blood. I'll do it. I will punch myself in the nose before the take. I will, I, you know, I will uh, I will take a water balloon full of blood and put it in my rectum and then pop it with a needle. Uh, I mean, there, there are a lot of ways to, to, to skin the cat. And uh, Dan Rodandon is the, is the dog catcher, to mix a metaphor. Uh, so get at me, dog. Playboy or other, other vernacular for Fred. Um, next call. Yo, Dan, how big's your dick? Big enough to choke your father to death. I know that much. Creep. Dan Rodan Dan is... Gotta think about 
maybe getting a landline or just something. 